Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're going to start slow, but we're always, always going to finish fast. No matter what the score was, we're going to finish hard. We're going to finish fast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. They had us. We weren't defeated, but they had us. With just one hour until kickoff. Regardless of the scoreboard, you're going to be successful because you put in all the time, all the effort, all the hard work, and you're going to go out with this win. Joe has you covered like an all-pro safety. Steps up. Throws. Rashad is tackling topics like a blitzing linebacker. Pressure drops. Parsons came flying through. Football Sunday on the Odyssey app. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. And 1080 The Fan. Welcome into Football Sunday, the last Football Sunday unofficially, maybe, oh, of the year. Have we started? Uh, yeah. Oh, shoot. I even know. Can you hear me? I can hear you. You great. can hear me. I can hear. I almost have to turn you down. I can hear you so well, but I can't hear anything else. You know, usually when, you know, we're in the studio, we can definitely, when we're off air, we can hear all the sounds. You can hear the intros, the commercials, you know, the whole joint. But today, for whatever reason, like, I thought I was tripping. It's just like radio silence, you know, on this side as far as the sounds go well i can uh, i can pull back the curtain for you here rashad uh, there has been some things happening behind the scenes um here in 1080 i can actually control things on the board now which is why i feel like um i, I don't know what to do with my hands right now i'm ricky bobby like it's so this I is can- your fault Okay. No, it's not. I'm not taking okay. blame for this one. No, our engineers, we've got, we've got a team of engineers from across the nation in here today um, and over this weekend getting everything dialed in because now I can control the board. I don't have to, like, do as much on the computer. I can turn your level up. I can turn your mic off, on, anything off, on. I'm all good to go. I'm rocking and rolling over here for the most part. But that is probably the reason why you can't hear any sound in there besides my beautiful buttery voice. I mean, I'll take it. You know, that's a, that 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 tenor that you have, man, is it's 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 impressive. You and, know, but and let's like, face it, that's all you need is really to hear my voice, that's and I can really give it. you cues throughout the you know show. Yeah. I mean, that's what some I'm gonna signs. Have to do. I'm just gonna have to wait for you to talk. So it looks like Joe Fish might be hosting the entire two-hour show because <laughs> I can't even hear uh, prompts. But there's looks like somebody left there. Does this look like a microphone? Uh, kind of apparatus or a beat machine i don't know there's something in here. oh yeah that's um that's gonna be like the new hot keys for the host in there yeah it kind of looks like a, a midi or something like that yeah. where you can make some beats in there i hear you um what has also changed and if you listen to the fan throughout the week and rashad this is uh this would have been nice to know when we did our super bowl show that we have a new text line phone number I and, mean, could have been could have been good to know. You know, we're we're sitting there looking like, damn, nobody's listening to us on the Super Bowl. Like, what's I happening? know, yeah, what's heart, happening? Yeah, I, I took that a little personal. I was we like, knew wow, people we people were on the move and stuff like that, but damn, we I, suck I mean, that much, huh? Yeah, 
<laughs> New text line number is 503-864-6326. Again, that's 503-864-6326 or 864-6FAN. Think of it that way as well. 864-6FAN. But Dirt and Sprague brought up a good point. Like, do people do that anymore? Like, you don't know what letters match up with what numbers on the phone anymore. Like, I know that A, B, and C is number two, and then it's D, E, and, and then one of them has four. So, like, the whole, oh, dial 1-800-COLLECT. Like, you don't really number the – Or text, you know. For calls, it makes sense, but texting, it doesn't really work the same because, again, you're – you can't type numbers to text to, right? I guess it's just an easy thing to, you know, if I don't remember 855-1347, you know, I at least can remember 844-4-FAN. Like, okay, I know that's what I got to type in, 4-FAN. And yeah. so I think for, for a lot of us, that if you'd have told me what the, you know, what CA, what 1-800-COLLECT, what those actual numbers were. <laughs> what a throwback, by but, the way. Seriously, I mean, you said it first, but if you're saying 1-800-COLLECT, like, if you'd have told me what those actual numbers are, we probably would have remembered because it was a commercial. C O L L E C T. Huh? Yeah. Didn't Mr. T do those commercials? Yeah. Who did one eight hundred collect? I think it was Mr. T. I don't know. I think Mr. T had a good run on uh, those commercials for I a bit. I can't remember those commercials. I have to look those up, man. We digress, though. New text line. We already got one uh, text message. I was all angry, wondering why you guys weren't responding on the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, we were. We were angry, wondering why nobody was texting us. Yeah, hey, what the f is happening here? And uh, but I will say, my anger subsided <laughs> once that final uh, score of the Super Bowl came through. That's for sure. Oh, I'm sure it did, Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. Woo! I'm sure it did. The ultimate hater over there. Um, we'll get to the Super Bowl. We'll put an official bow on the football Sunday uh, with some football talk in um, the back half of the first hour. But we do have some things to get to. And I do have something uh, Eagle-related to get to in this first segment, Rashad, actually. Really? Um, Is it positive? Yes and no. So last night, um, well, the buildup over the last few days is – Thanks to our sister station, 92.3 KGON, we had some tickets available to uh, the Eagles concert. The Eagles are coming to town. Great classic rock band. And uh, my dad, he's listened to them for years. I know many of their songs thanks to him. So I was like, hey, let's uh, get a couple tickets here and see if I can uh, take my dad. And we're able to make that happen. So um, assuming a big concert would happen on what, Rashad? A Saturday. Right. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, cool, got the tickets. All right, Pops, I'll be at your house Saturday night at like 6. We'll head to the Moda, get a drink, you know. Concert starts at 8. So we do just that. We drive down to the Moda Center, and we pull up, and we're like, man, all the parking lots are empty. Wow, the Moda Center, it's not lit up or it looks dead. There's literally no one walking around the Rose Quarter. Uh Uh-oh, okay, let's start Googling. Let's start looking this up. Guess... When the concert's happening, Rashad, tonight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Very good. I was going to say, man, if you say Super Bowl Sunday, I'm going <laughs> to. It was yeah. last weekend? No. Yeah. So the, the bad news is, yeah, my dad and I, you know, spent, you know, getting ready and heading out to Portland to the Moda Center to go watch the Eagles last night, only to find out that we were a day early. So that's the, that's the bad news. Good news is, is that we showed up a day early and not a day late. That would have been the worst feeling is if you show up a day after the concert already happened. Like, oh, no, Eagles concert, that, that, was, that was last night that happened. That's a deflating feeling. Oh, absolutely. You got your <laughs> outfit on and all type of stuff. Maybe some, maybe some new pants or something like that, a new shirt. Like, yeah, this is going be, gonna to be cool. And then get there and womp womp. Yeah, my, my sister, so I texted my sisters like right away because I was like, my dad and I are just complete dumbasses right now. Like, just didn't even think to check the date on the ticket. Or but again, like, you would assume, and I get that this is an extended weekend, so our Sunday is like a Saturday. But still, when there's a big old concert coming to town, you would think that, all right, got tickets, it's for this Saturday. I'm trying to justify my actions right now. <laughs> so, best uh, song that you were most looking forward to hearing at the uh, Eagles concert? Well, I think that everybody... Um, you know, love would love to hear Hotel California, right. but I I would really like to hear Heartache tonight. That's a good song. That's got a good jam to it. Um, they also have uh, Witchy Woman. That's a good one as well. They have a lot of songs that 
I didn't even realize I knew until I was listening to him the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, this is an Eagles song. This is an Eagles song, too. How about this one? And, uh, again, I'm very happy to see a perform a good performance by this Eagles versus the Philadelphia Eagles. That's for sure. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that. Uh, I don't know. Um, there's a bunch of Eagles songs that I, you know, kind of liked when I was a when I was a kid. Yes. There were some black guys that listened to the uh, to the Eagles, you know, a bunch of records that you just kind of find in your grandma's basement. It's like, huh, I don't know if this is supposed to be here, but I'll put it on anyway. At first, it was just one of those things. I used to use it to, like, scratch, and I figured nobody would uh, figure out that the Eagles one was the one that was messed up. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Lion Eyes is a great record by uh, – by the Eagles, so I mean they have a bunch of songs. Obviously, Hotel California is the yeah. is the one that everybody. I mean, lighters up, you know, when that song yep. comes on. But yeah, Life in the Fast that Lane, be a fun concert for you and your dad. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. It will be a uh... <laughs> yeah. See, the text line is not buying my justification. Don't you check the dates when you get the ticket? First thing you do, yeah, yeah. That's normally what you do. Yeah, but you got uh... tickets to last year's concert. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Like, uh, Joe, the concert is actually in four months from now. Uh, no, I de- when I got the tickets, I saw a February teen date. And it seemed as if that date matched up with how the week was going and that it was going to be on Saturday. And that is, uh, that's, that's not what happened. So definitely an oversight in the, the Fisher household, both Fisher households. Because, hey, it, I put this just as much on my dad as I do on me, okay? He had the tickets. I transferred to him on his phone. They clearly said on there February 19th, I'm putting this one on him. And this is a 50-50 split at least here. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, somebody's going to buy the drinks, you know, or maybe we, are you guys going to split drinks as well? Um, well, are you, you going to pre-funk or are you going to sneak something in like normal people do? We're, we're talking about the Moda Center. So, yeah, we're definitely going to have a pre-funk at the car beforehand. Oh, I, you know, I have a pre-funk inside, and I'm sorry. Hopefully nobody's listening from, you know, Moda Security, you know, but... Sneaking yeah, a little flask or something? A pint, bro. These pints are plastic now. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, see, yeah. my flask, is a it's a metal one. Yeah, so these pints are plastic. So come through the, the security, no, no one even knows. No pat-downs. They have time to pat everybody down, you know, at that point. So, yeah, that's a nice little nice little come-up. I mean, what? let's pay 15 bucks for a pint, you know, maybe of some good stuff, as opposed to... Fifteen dollars a drink. Yeah, every time we we go out there. Yeah, the Harlem Globe Trotter. No, it wasn't the Globe Trotters because that was with uh, my son and my nephew. So I didn't have any beer there. But I think even a soda was like twelve dollars. Yeah, it's just preposterous. Yeah, you can't even get water without it. And they get they give you the water and they put it in a cup. So it's like I, I bought this bottle of water <laughs> and you gave me a cup for it. Like what is what is that? So it's the it's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Um. So that that's I mean come on, Moda Center. You gotta yeah. Have a treat it like a concert, uh, like it would be in the seventies, right? You're in the parking lot before the concert, drinking a couple beers, yeah, playing their music out of the some, speakers. Some 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 keg set up outside, like man, it should be a whole thing before you, especially if you're going to a concert like the Eagles, or you end up going, uh, you know, especially a lot of classic rock bands. Like, yeah, man, there should be there's a certain vibe that should go with going to see one of those bands out there. Well, um, I'm looking forward to it forward to it tonight now that i'm glad that uh, that's been established and i figured out what time the concert's happening at so um but we made a night out of it we went to the local watering hole in uh, sherwood oregon the old hometown for me and i don't know if you've ever done that rashad where you go back home to the local bar but i ran into i think four to five people from different like instances of my life like one dude i played baseball with is now the bartender at the bar, someone I used to work with at Safeway when I was in high school. She was at the bar, a dude I played baseball with in high school. He was at the bar. A guy I knew from like 20 years ago was there. It was just like, ah, yes, this, uh, this tracks for showing up to the bar, the local bar. here. Oh, absolutely. There are some bars, especially, you know, in, in North Portland that just drop by sometime, you know, go to the, uh, the tea room just real quick to have a drink and run into like 15 people from my childhood. It's like, Oh bro, what are you, you doing up here? We came to get food. I came to go play pool. Or you know, we were all outside. Like so, it's always cool to run into to those people, especially if you don't get there often. Like if you're there every week, like 
Come on, man. Just, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's we're, yeah. We're yeah. there every every Thursday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. You know, but yeah, that's a that could be weird. However, if it's a one time thing, it's like man, this is. It was cool to see all those people and catch up. And I thought you were dead, bro. Like, wow, <laughs> glad to see you're alive and kicking, pal. Now, honestly, I mean, not, not to that extent, but whenever you see someone, you know, just living their life doing good, you're like, hey, glad to see you're doing that. And you're not, your life hasn't completely fallen yeah, apart. I was at uh, De La Salle's girls basketball game. Shout out to the Lady Knights for winning their very first district championship, man, hey, for, let's their, go. for the girls program. That's super dope. But um, at the game, and I'm running the people that I haven't seen in literally since i was like 13 and 14 it's like bro like you still live here in portland i had no idea like so it's it's always good to run into those people yes yes um we are up against it we got a lot to get to um in this first hour we are um you know i know the super bowl was the big event from last uh sunday and we we're gonna put a bow on our football sunday officially but we need to get to the matters at hand that happened last night at the nba all-star weekend the dunk contest Turns out white men can jump. There was one white man in participle that can jump. <laughs> and his name is not Jack Harlow or Woody Harrelson. Uh, we'll get to that. And also, Rashad, we are going to get to some golf, okay? We're going to get to some pro golf, and I have an incident for you that happened during my round yesterday that will make your blood boil. And probably the text line as well. By the way, new text line, phone number 503-864-6326. Hit us up on Twitter, Instagram, at TaylorMade503 at Joe Fish 3 with a C. But let's get to our boy, Mac McClun. Holy crap. What a dunk contest last night. But Rashad and I, I think we saw it coming. We'll get to that next on our final football Sunday, merging back into Sports Sunday right here on 1080 The Fan. Somebody's gonna hurt someone Before the night is through Listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. That's right. Get with it or get lost. Why are you so quiet? You're very, very quiet. Am I? Exponentially quiet. I don't know. I'm, I'm literally like tongue kissing the microphone. Now I got you. Okay. I mean that music was pretty loud there. So. Oh really? Was it? I wouldn't know because I still. Can't you can't. That's that here. might be a factor too. Yeah. We're tweaking some things. We're twisting okay. some knobs. Whoever so was here before before us, hey man, we might have to fight. Um. Well, it was here messing stuff up. I think it was Sinner and Saint. I don't know. Luke Anderson Shocker. was dying all week. He was. The, I did not see him a lot. I think he was uh, under the weather. Well, hopefully he feels better, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did have some text line texts yesterday, so I would assume that uh, that was them and not the golf show. I'm shocked. Um, but, yeah, again, twisting some knobs, cranking some shafts over here. Wait, what? Pause. Uh, Mac McClun <laughs> last night, and you're probably wondering, who the hell is Mac McClun? Well, Again, Rashad and I, we know Mac McClung because we are of uh, the younger generation that likes to jump on the old YouTube from time to time. Oh, man. We have a Insta chat. Insta chat, fa- yeah. face web, yeah, we my have, book, all that have, stuff. We have all that stuff, you know, and so. Snapgram. Um, and so over, I don't know, when was, when was like the first time he came on the scene on the internet? Oh, he had. I had like five, six years ago, something yeah, like man. that. So this is what his. Rookie year, yeah, rookie NBA season, you know, per se. But um, I think he played four years in college, and we saw him. Georgetown, I believe. Yeah, so we saw him for the first time in high school. And he had to have been a junior or something like that. And you're just looking at this. Oh, that's right. He went to Texas Tech, transferred. Oh, okay. So you're looking at this goofy-looking kid that just had springs, just bunnies, and could get up. No problems. Like, wow, that was that was easy. And you're looking at some of the dunks that he's doing. It's like, ooh, like that's a that's a Vince Carter, you know, type type dunk. Like just the the way in which he moves. And so, yeah, if you've been following, you know, Matty Nice for for a little bit, then you know that, yeah, he's he's the real deal. You know, as far as you know, making it exciting and getting dunks. He can play basketball. You know, he's in the G League, so that lets you know that, you know, he's good enough to at least play professionally you know maybe not at the tip top level but the g league is like the the triple a of the nba now right so you can get you can get guys that 
you know, go to college and get drafted and everything, or you got guys that go straight to the double-A, triple-A, you know, farm system and get pulled up. And, you know, he might be one of those guys. But uh, last night was white men can jump. They can jump <laughs> super high, regardless of what, you know, Woody Harrelson did. I still prefer Woody, but I will take Mac McClung any day of, of the week because, man, that was that was a hell of a performance. He damn near pulled off a 620. Almost or pulled set, it up. Was it a 720? Excuse me, yeah. He almost pulled it off. He was just, if he had got all the way back around, that's a that's a dunk I've only seen one person do, and it was an and one dude. So and that was back in 2007 or whenever that was. So yeah, no, it was super cool to to see him in the dunk contest because the dunk contest has become secondary for All Star Weekend to the three point contest. I think the three ball is the you know oh no. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No, for sure. The You're saying contest, that the three-point contest is now, like, the premier event? It's been. Like, it's because no. of the dunk contest outside of a few years, late, especially lately, outside of a few years. Like, we got the – was it last year with Zach Levine? No, look, not Zach Levine. But, it was uh, a car – wait, uh, dunk contest yeah, last with, year. When, when uh, Gordon got robbed. Oh, was that wasn't last ago. year. That was, that was a couple, couple years, years ago. ago. When yeah. he got robbed uh, for, the, like, the third time that he was in the dunk contest. Like, those were good. They were exciting, but it was like – yeah, it's a lot of props, you know, a lot of stuff like that. But the dunk contest hasn't been exciting since, man, Vince Carter, T-Mac, Steve Francis, uh, uh, Jason Richardson, you know, since that time. But the three-point three point contest, yeah, you know, you've got more drama. you got dudes that are getting closer and closer to each other when they're, you know, when they're shooting the ball. Yeah, I think three-point contest is kind of overtaken the dunk contest as the premier event all-star weekend and that's why it's the last event of the night on saturday right but how many times has have we left the the dunk contest with a big wet fart because it's not fun bro but i'm dunks i'm not gonna change it at this point yes dunks are exciting they are way exciting. cooler than three pointers they are but when the dunks are trash and when you got the the dunk oh trust missing, me it's that's what I'm saying when you got the dunkers missing three of their four attempts you got some hit like or that, miss i mean i'm looking at the past dunk saying. winners you're not gonna get hit or miss from the three-point contest. like who remembers the 2019 dunk contest with hamadou diallo winning that no one but no one. the year after was the Derek jones aaron gordon fiasco which was one of the best of all time you're right and then right. last, and then it's like, but you're, guess what? And then we're going into this one this weekend, and everyone's kind of feeling like you. They're like, ah, All Star Weekend is kind of lame now. Well, they might need to go to a tournament here soon to add more excitement to it. And then here comes this random dude that's on the G League, the Delaware Blue Hens or whatever their team is called, and he comes through and lights it up. No, absolutely. Number one, the best dunkers. We talked about this during the break. Uh, the best dunkers are not usually not in the league. Or you know, not they're, again? They're, they're not the all-star players, no, right? And I mean, the, and, and and you know that's fine. If that's the case, like you know, open it up to those G League guys, like you did for Mac McClung to to come in and do that. But the three-point contest is never without drama. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's the one thing that you know is like could be Steph Curry, and then Steph Curry falls short. The Buddy healed, or last last night Dame wins for the first time in three tries at the at the three-point contest. So yeah, there's there's always drama there. There's very seldom drama in the dunk contest at least not anymore at least not anymore you will get a good year like you said with uh with Derek Jones Jr and with uh, Aaron Eric Gordon Aaron Gordon excuse me you will get those years that'll happen every now and then you will get the year with Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson and stuff like that let just that those things will happen but they come there those are few and far between um can you tell me uh some of the best three point contests over the last 10 to 15 years? Because I, I can't. I can't tell you, like, oh, yeah, I remember 2013. I remember this one. Like, sure. There was one, what, when Steph won and just dominated? Yeah, cool. because he, when, when you walked, ran away with that. There was one that he was uh, actually close, and I want to say it was with Clay or something like that one year. So they ended up in the finals. I can uh, tell you, I can remember a couple past winners, but I can't tell you, like, oh, man, that was a good one. They were just battling back and forth, and it you know, went down when, to that point. When you see those guys get a, go on a run, and they make six, seven in a row and stuff like that. That's yes, cool. Yes, that's incredibly You know, that's exciting. cool seeing them catch fire, but, because you know, like Dame nailing those two long Mountain Dew balls last night, it was like, hell yeah, you know, but. We saw somebody do a, 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 you know, a windmill last night that was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's cool. That's a cool dunk for the dunk contest for for a game or for practice, but in the dunk contest, 
we need to see something different. Hey, and- t- text lines backing up your point, Rashad. They uh, come into your defense. Dunk contest literally has rookie and G leaguers like, in a three guys? point and, contest and has stars. stars. And that's the, and that's the other thing. Like I remember Kobe being in the dunk contest. You know, I remember Jordan being in the dunk contest. Well, I don't remember per se. I've seen it on YouTube, but I remember the fact that that happened. But when Jordan was in that dunk uh, dunk contest, you know who else was in it? Clyde Drexler and Dominique Wilkins and all the best dunkers. When Vince Carter. The reason that one was so important is because Tracy McGrady was in that one. But it's then, because, I mean, come on, It's man. because Steve Francis was in that dunk contest because there were guys that were like, man, this is, man, super exciting. You've got guys, the, when Desmond Mason and uh, Jason Richardson and Steve Francis were all in those dunk contests, it's like, oh, it gave us because these guys are stars at this point or at least on their way up to be stars and they're in the dunk contest. It's like, okay, okay. cool. Well, Jason Richardson, was, was to really me, was a, a star time. because of his dunking. And what he did in the dunk contest. If he doesn't do what he does in those dunk contests, he is not a household name. He was doing them in the games. And that's the thing. He was doing those crazy windmills and such stuff in the game, okay. which made you say, oh, I want to see this dude in the dunk contest. And All so right. that's what it was. But you get to this what, year we had Damian Did Lillard. Jason Richardson even ever get an all-star appearance? Ever? Uh, we're we're going to talk about some, uh, some of that a little bit later on. Some guys who were really good and never made the all-star team because there's a bunch of those guys. Some of them are kind of surprising. But, no, Jason Richardson didn't make an all-star team. But – he had some really great years in the NBA to where it meant he could have, you know, been on some of those teams. Sometimes, they, especially when they were doing it by position, you know, not front court, back court type thing. You're right. When it was two of this, two of this, two of this. And listen, man, like, I'm again, I'm looking through past winners. Nate Robinson is a star because of what he did at the dunk contest. Nate Robinson is a star because he's like 5'7 and can do those things. Like, that's – it had nothing to do with – because he was – blocking Shaq and games and stuff like that. Yes, Nate Robinson was a lot of fun. So, yes, him being a star in his own right, maybe not an all-star, but a star, well, like, yes, I'm going to watch this. And you're going against huge Dwight Howard, who just had a great year the year prior to the dunk contest. Yes, I'm going to watch this. Dwight Howard is going to the Hall of Fame. Sounds like be. the sounds like the dunk contest can get pretty suspenseful and entertaining, Rashad. But it hasn't been. and <laughs> Exactly, but it hasn't been. When you got Derrick Jones Jr., who's a great dunker and a great star, but he faded right back into the background. Remember Anthony Simons won? Yeah, Trailblazer one. He he kissed the rim. He kissed the rim. Damn near knocked out an incisor. If Ant did that did that dunk contest now, it would mean more. But back then, when nobody knew who he was, it was like okay, the really you know the the goofy looking guy from the Blazers looks like Chucky from the Rugrats is in the dunk (laughs) contest. Cool. Listen, I I do agree with you that the dunk contest lacks star power. But when you see guys like Mac McClung do what he did last night, it's almost like I'm fine with that. If I'm getting that, if I if dudes are doing what he just did, like I know this is radio. You need to take time today to go and look at his Absolutely. dunk contest run because it is long. unbelievable some of the stuff he pulled off last night. And he's a he's a point guard. Like he's a, he's a small dude. Hey man. He's not a six eight stretch guy. Like shout out to all the all the all the white boys that got crazy bounce <laughs> and can dunk like that. Like you probably know this about me. You don't know this about me, but I have like a weird basketball fetish for, especially being from Oregon. For white boys that can hoop, hey, super nice. Home man. of the professor, Salem, hey, right? Home of the pro- yeah, the professor. You know what I'm saying? Home of Peyton like Pritchard. You know? So Peyton Pritchard, Brad Tensley, you know, like a Mike Dunleavy Jr. You know, uh, Kyle Wilcher. Like, there's been dudes that just come by. Man, Drew Eubanks, <laughs> Kyle you know? Wilcher. Yeah, Drew Eubanks. You know, guys that just came and were just absolutely. Filthy. We're up know, again. When we got a break, but I remember seeing Kyle Wiltager at the LSI for the first time, and I had never seen a more effective, goofy looking player in man, my life. Man. Unbelievable, yeah, that guy. So good. <laughs> so good. Okay, we are gun- gonna jump over to uh the Super Bowl that just happened last Sunday. We gotta put an official bow on the NFL season, the postseason and the Super Bowl before we move on into Sports Sunday, so we will do that next. But first, got a Sports Center update. Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app at 1080 The Fan. Uh, we got a text. We got a text, Rashad, a couple minutes ago. Um Stop playing that Eagles crap. So, you know, that, <laughs> when you send a text message like that, then I'm going to do the complete opposite of what you ask. And you know what? Just take it easy. 
take it easy. You can't hear the music, can you? I can't hear anything. But I got what you what you what you said. Yeah. You know, say, take right it. now, take it easy by the Eagles is playing, and so I'm, you know, telling the text line, take it easy. Okay, take it easy. All right. Uh, by the way. I am not going to take it easy this segment because the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. And on top of that, Rashad, I won some ho- uh, some Super Bowl squares money okay. with that final, sco- uh, final score. So I came out richer, happier, and Bunker. I mean, that, that, that Super Bowl went exactly just as good as I could. And the Eagles blew the lead, too. That's, they blew I mean, the lead. That's perfect. The, that's the, that was the that Couldn't was have the asked for a better thing. day. That was the main thing. Like, I didn't see that coming like it was just I know that number one Patrick Mahomes is is really that guy you know he he really really is man he's the things he can do he's so good you know and it's hard to it's hard to not root for for Patrick Mahomes and and Andy Reid in that situation but man the Eagles had that game won and the second half they came out and they were flat and all the things that they were getting, that kind of getting away with, and you know, little holes that they were finding in the first half, closed on them really, really fast. I think we gave a lot of credit to this Philly defense because it's been great all year. And I don't want to say like because you were lost the Super Bowl that your defense still wasn't great, still not, you know. But um, the Kansas City's a team that's been there. Kansas City is a team most made up of mostly guys that understand what it was like to be in that position uh, a year ago in the AFC Championship and and lose. And to what it was like to be in the Super Bowl the year prior to that and lose, you know. And so now I think you have a team that's, um, that was hungrier in the second half and maybe an Eagles team that, that thought that the game was over. We got this. They're making mistakes. We're, we're, you know, kind of capitalizing on those mistakes. Jalen Hurts had the fumble. And then you saw him go to his team like, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got this. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. And for the first half, first, you know, 30 minutes of football, it looked like the Eagles were going to run away with it. But the important part of being a head coach is making adjustments at halftime. And sometimes those adjustments can be small. But Andy Reid was able to make the right adjustments. And, you know, they came a holding call away, you know, if you're Philadelphia from potentially oh, winning. I mean, don't. No, I mean, I'm not going to say it. I mean, I'm you not, just did. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm saying, I said potentially. <laughs> I said potentially. Like, I mean, it's one of those things, like, did it happen? Yeah. But, you know, should it have been called? Yeah. You well, know, it's all, you know, there's a lot of things, like, you know, at, at, at points, do you maybe let that call go if you're the ref? Like, maybe, yeah. But yeah, it's also it's, the Super Bowl. I've seen people upset about it because it's like, hey, if you're not calling it all game, yeah, the players like, get used to it, and then you call it, and they're like, what the hell? It's like calling a charge at the end of the game, or it's like, that wasn't it that like, I don't know yeah, if you call that fair, I, yeah, like, but okay, yeah. you don't want well, you don't want the game to go down like that. But so that's kind of how it felt, you know, in in that moment. But yeah, it was a hold. It should have been called by by you know by lay of the land by the by the law should have been called, and it just you know didn't work out that way for the Eagles. So I thought it was a great game. That was really all I was asking for. I like the Eagles. I like the Chiefs. I don't love either team. You know, so I love the Chiefs now. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's your second favorite team <laughs> at this point. You know, but like I, I said, not only do I love the Chiefs, I love Jarek McKinnon because if he runs in that football and scores a touchdown at the end of that game instead of sliding in bounds so they can kick the field goal, I do not win my square. And so I am a huge Jarek McKinnon fan now. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you're fans of we're pretty much everybody on that, that, until, uh, on yeah. that Chiefs team. Exactly. At this point. But exactly. No, I thought it was a great game. And I really think that's all we were kind of looking for. It's hey, man, just not a dud of a football game. We all still, I think, have PTSD from that Rams Patriots 13 three Super Bowl. That was not that long. ago. I thought it was good. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure you did. Yeah, yeah just I like me. Was, I thought it was a solid defensive game. <laughs> it certainly was a defensive game. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that with that, I mean, everyone wants to see. And we were spoiled with some Super Bowls. We had a run of, oh, yeah. like, seven, eight, nine in a row where it was one possession games or something like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, despite what teams are in it, yeah, I always, I always want to see a great game. Keep it close. Keep it to one possession. And- Unless it's your team. Like I'd be, oh, well, you know, yeah. you want to you want to see a blowout. Yeah, you want, I don't want to no, see. <laughs> want no chance of of a close game. Exactly, exactly. Um, so I mean, I, 
do the Eagles this is kind of what I talked about a few weeks ago and I don't we don't have to dive too much into it but the Eagles are going to be in an interesting spot now because guess who's going to have to get paid Jalen Hurts and what have we heard ad nauseum the last 10 to 15 years when you pay your quarterback it's much harder to build a Super Bowl team so We'll we'll see what happens with the Eagles going forward. With the Chiefs, it's almost like obviously you just won your second Super Bowl in four years. You still have Patrick Mahomes. It's kind of like he's got like a, he's got like fourteen years left on his contract. <laughs> something, something stupid like that. But uh, going forward, I mean, you're just kind of like, hey, we feel good as long as we got fifteen and Andy Reid, which is also um, you know up in the, the, not up in the air. But, but you know, this how should much be an, the, if you want to talk about a question mark for the Chiefs going forward. It's the fact that Eric Bieniemy is no longer going to be calling plays and be a part of that offense for the Chiefs now that he's over in Washington, which is bizarre. Um, I think I know some good reasons why as to why he did that, but or assume why he did that. But um, yeah, that's I guess the biggest question mark for the Chiefs coming out of this Super Bowl victory is can they do it again with someone else at the helm of the offensive coordinator position? And I think that's. I think that's based on the head coach. I think it really has more to do with the head coach and their scheme than the offensive coordinator there's. Obviously, we've seen good OCs, but ultimately Bill Pelichick is one with multiple offensive coordinators, you know. And so I think that we've seen Andy Reid be successful with multiple offensive coordinators, you know, throughout his tenure as a head coach. So, you know, I think it's really more so on them and this is Eric Bieniemy's opportunity to show that he can be a great head coach as opposed to, you know, running everything by the the top guy. Yes, we shall see. Because, um, I mean, I, I, if I'm the Chiefs, though, I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm like, that with that Eric Bieniemy news, I'm also just like, okay, cool. We still got Andy, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, though, right? Yeah? All right, we're good. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> so, uh, NFL season has come to an end. We are uh, starting to get our final coaches getting hired and OCs and DCs. I think the Cardinals locked up their final guys. So, we're, uh, we're officially in offseason mode now. We're we I mean, we've been hearing about quarterbacks and what teams are going to go for who. And so um, as the offseason rolls on and we migrate over into Sports Sunday, we'll definitely still keep an eye on the NFL. That, that goes without saying. So well, the um, NFL's going to make sure that we pay attention to them. Yes, damn sure. So uh, what I want to get to next, Rashad, is some golf, which I know you're just more than uh, more than excited about. But I have a pro golf incident. And a Joe golf incident that I need to tell you and the listeners about. And uh, again, text the show 503-864-6FAN or 6326. Uh, But we will get to some golf next right here on Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. It's another sunrise turning slowly across the sky. Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey FM 1080 The Fan. I think our station is falling apart. Oh, you think? I, I don't know what's happening. We just got here, too. <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, well, I need to do some testing here. I like Clark Griswold set the stuff up, and that's just about to start sparking on us any second. <laughs> I need to do some testing here on uh, some of these buttons, so... Uh, Give me a moment. I need to just click some things here. All right. Bam, bam. Riveting radio, Joe. I know. Well, I just need to make sure things are working here. Okay. That works. All right. And that works. I just had to play some farts just to make sure that uh, things are all up and going here. Let's do another one, huh? Just to make sure that we're Yep. There we go. Perfect. I think we're good. And then... All right. Yep. We're good. I know how to operate this thing now. Um... Golf shot. I know you're a big fan of it. Um, when I didn't like know. your I didn't like your sarcasm behind <laughs> saying that because I actually do like golf. But okay, let's it's go because, golf sometime then. But uh, here's the cold part: I'm not great at golf, and it, that's not well, the one thing you want. Neither am I. You don't want to be out there with somebody. But you're you play enough to where I can enjoy going, myself. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Like I don't play almost almost I almost never play. So going out there, yeah, it's a little more embarrassing to go out there and. No, trust me. It's um, it's it's a rough first year or so when you get into golf. I mean, like now I still suck, but I'm not. I, I suck way less than I used to, and so again, I can go and play around. Like when I play with my buddies, 
my goal is to not be the worst one in the group that day. I think that's always the goal yeah. with your buddies. Don't be the, be the worst, worst golfer out of the four. And guess of who's going to be the worst of the foursome if I'm there? Mm. It's going to be me. I'll I'll make you look good. I'll I'll be the worst for you. Uh, no, like you're saying, I got got to learn. But at the same time, like I'm not, you know, golf is one. It's the, the hardest sport you can play. It's really hard. Golf, yes. baseball are the two hardest sports you can play. Probably why I didn't play either of them. And which makes uh, Tiger Woods return to golf after mangling his leg, damn near dying. Like, uh, what, year and a half ago? What was that? I can't remember the exact date. but Yeah, for the accident, it's probably about a year. Almost He's playing golf ago. right now, striping it down the fairway, picking up the tee. No problem. He looks dead tired, though. He looks like he's pretty over this tournament. Well, Tiger's at this pretty point. old now. You know, Tiger's not young anymore. Um, He <laughs> he had a um, – I'm not going to – I use the word – yeah, he looks like he's hurting. Uh, yeah, he's stretching that neck out. Anyways, he had an incident on uh, Thursday. I wouldn't say – I don't know if incident's the right word. He had a moment that was captured on camera with Justin Thomas the other day. He is walking down the ninth fairway with Justin Thomas. He outdrove Justin Thomas off the tee, so he hit it longer than him. And as they're walking up the fairway, Tiger Woods reaches out and hands something to Justin Thomas – and his, the telephoto lens of the camera Stupid. is able to see what he handed to him. Stupid HD camera thing. And Tiger Woods handed Justin Thomas a tampon because he outdrove him. <laughs> Which is, uh, listen, things can be tasteless and funny, okay? Because that is like the fact that a, what, what, if, if not the best golfer of all time, during a tournament that you are trying to make cuts, make money, has a tampon on hand ready to go <laughs> to hand it to another golfer on tour who, again, is trying to out there win money like this is their job. Like, that is something guys do on the weekend where it's like, hey, you forgot to set down your purse when you hit that shot. Like, again, that is the stuff where I get why people would be offended, but as someone who watches golf, plays it, like, pretty damn funny by Tiger to pull that move, and what a shocker, Tiger, uh, not having a, um, what what is it? Not having a common sense like, oh, maybe this might uh, make women feel bad. <laughs> no, I mean, I think golf has always had this reputation as this like incredibly pristine kind of buttoned up sport. But if you think about it, man, it's it's a men's group. Like it it's, really is. It always like, it's it's, it's a been a men's club. Yes, you know, that's for the what most I'm... part. Like that's pretty much you know what it is, and the things that are talked about you know, on the fairway when you're out there going with, with your guys, it's like you're, you're not necessarily talking about business. Now, mind you, are there business deals being done and everything? Man, absolutely. But a lot of times this is guys out there piling around, having some drinks, talking, you know what I'm saying? I can't Saying believe. inappropriate, you know what I'm saying, inappropriate things. So I can't yeah. believe he did that, though, honestly. Like, I saw the picture. <laughs> I saw the picture, and I was like, that's Photoshop. Like, I – First instance, I was like, "That's not real. Number that can't. One, that it, can't be real." It made me, and this sounds weird, but it made me like Tiger Woods a little more. I thought it was like a hundred dollar bill yeah, or something like it, that. Like he was, and so then they photoshopped it to be, and I was like, "Oh, holy yes! No, that actually me, was." It showed me that Tiger has a bit of a personality and uh, some, you know, can be kind of funny. make a joke can and be, yeah, yeah. Can, like. Those are things that, you know, at the beginning of his career, it was very, and I like this about a lot of athletes, you know, Kobe was like this, towards the end of his career, he was like more fun and more open and willing to take a joke and make a joke and all those little things. That commercial with he and Jalen Rose when he gives and says he wants 81 olives. Those are things that Kobe wasn't really doing, you know, a long time before that. So now we're at this age with the stage with Tiger Woods to where we're seeing more of him with his son. You know, we're seeing more of him uh, kind of embrace being fun or funny or stuff like that and so i'm okay with it i can see how people took it as misogynistic or whatever the case is but i'm sorry people like i mean if you knew what what especially guys talked about like in their spare time you know it's there's going to be a lot of write-ups the reason they don't do it at work a lot of time there's going to be a lot of write-ups you know if if someone were actually here a lot of especially in a place like uh golfers have locker rooms like what's the oh i was gonna say man clubhouse hey if this is uh you know if this is what tiger is doing then (laughs) shoot he should run for president i mean there's somebody that truly feels like he probably (laughs) this is my kind of guy you know right here but so i don't know i take it a couple ways i absolutely can see how people i mean hell if we have no problem with locker room talk hint hint 
our forty uh, fifth president. You know, and then, hey, <laughs> then shoot boy, Tiger, boy. get the campaign going twenty twenty four. So I mean, so I get it. And plus, it's Tiger Woods that did this. If this has been any other golfer, oh yeah, if this was like you know, golf ranked number sixty yeah, eighth golfer, yeah. like all the sponsorships are getting pulled, and so he's yeah, no one cares you know, for it at that point. But because he is Tiger, and because everything he does, you know, makes headlines then and this isn't nearly you know you want to talk about like you're saying things you hear on the golf course boy i had an incident yesterday rashad that let's just say if i repeated the things i said on air then we would be getting a hefty fine from the fcc so final hole of the day me and my buddies are playing yesterday and the group in front of us it was, they were slow, they were walking, they were lollygagging, getting their, getting off the green. We literally showed up to one hole at one point, and one of their guys was picking balls through the dirty, muddy ravine, while the other two were actually, like, playing and putting. He's down the hill trying to get ball, and we're like, dude, what, is, what are you doing? Like, get a move on. Go play. Are you playing golf, or are you looking for balls in the mud? Like, what the hell's going on? So they were a slow group all day. We get to the 18th. One of my buddies crushes a ball, and as they're walking away, they're off the green at this point. The ball is rolling onto the green. Again, beautiful shot. It was like 180, 190 yards. I would have loved this shot if I hit it. As it's rolling on the green, the guy in the group ahead of us turns around, picks the ball up, and throws it into the forest. And they started to walk away. As soon as they did that, I, uh, like I said, I would be, <laughs> I don't know if uh, uh, parents on my son's uh, basketball team would uh, be, <laughs> they would not be happy with some of the words and things I was saying to those guys as they were walking off the green. Because it was, dude, Rashad, like, yeah, you, don't play, you don't play golf and you even know, like, that is. Yeah, we, we'd had a problem. <laughs> God. Especially after, you know, somebody hit a, you know, a shot that went 100 and, you know, 40, 50 yards. Like, hey, man. Dude, it was clean. Like, no, he was in yeah. a, it was not, he was in a tough spot and got it, striped we it. some very heated conversations. And the worst part is that my buddy is he was having a rough round all day. So that was kind of like, that was that shot to bring him back at the end of the day. That like, man, all right, sweet. Finally striped this and got a good shot. Took all day. And then this douchebag. Turns around and literally picks the. I could not believe it. Couldn't no. believe it. Yeah, yeah. That's, and I'm surprised, like no one, you know. That's all. That's as far. Well, listen, as it, it went because I can imagine by the 18th we were. It's close to feeling the- pretty good, right? I mean, probably had a few libations while on the course. So by the time we got to 18, we were nice and you know lubed up. Yeah, I can imagine. So I'm surprised it didn't go you know much further than that because right there them is. Them is fighting words. <laughs> them, them is, is fighting, fighting yeah, actions. Them is fighting actions. Like, you do that to, to anybody I know, it, it, yeah. Dude, I just... It's and, a problem. He, and the guy who hit it, he went to the parking lot and fouled him, called him out, and they, you know, chewed each other out for a couple seconds, you know, name-calling all that. But, boy, I don't... If that was my shot, I don't even know. Like, I, I probably would have been like, boys, I'm taking the cart. I'll meet you up there. And then I go and chase those guys down. I also blame them... For doing that, because my heart was racing, my adrenaline was going, and then I finished terribly. I finished that hole terribly, and didn't I? W- I wasn't locked in. I wasn't in the zone because of these guys. So they also ruined my 18th hole. Damn it! Yeah, yeah, we we would definitely have a problem. So <laughs> I'm trying to find like what's the equivalent. I wasn't even shot. I was like, yeah, let's go. We got to go fix this now. What's the Rashad equivalent to that in like a hobby or everyday life for you? Someone, you know, maybe a. Uh... Like, okay, here's one. Like, you're at a park or something like that, and somebody's shooting on one side, and you're shooting on another, and, like, they take your ball and throw it. And just punt it. Yeah, or or just boot it or something like that. Bro, yeah, we have major problems at that point. Yeah, like, your ball kept kind of going over to his side a couple times throughout the the, you know, when you're playing. playing, They're playing two-on-two over here, and the other side is shooting. So, you know. You make you you brick or something like that on a double rim, and somebody takes the ball <laughs> and throws it. it. Yeah, bro, <laughs> punts it, kicks it. Especially you kick my basketball or something like that. Yeah. See, and that's but that's a problem because you guys are right there on the same court. These guys are two hundred yards ahead of us, so they do that, and then they basically run they away run. like yeah, cowards. They run. 
and I hope you're listening right now somehow, some way. God. And it was at a be like that was you, <laughs> dude. I I I doubt that is the case here. But man, if if I wish there was one person listening to this show right now, it's that guy that was on the green and took the ball and threw it off. Because if so, I hope you shoot the worst round of golf every time you go out for the rest of your life. It just gets worse and worse. Your next round was worse than the last every time. I I cursed you from this day forth. God. All right. I think we need a break. I think you need to take over control of the show, even though you can't hear anything and don't know what's going I on. I can't hear <laughs> S-word, bro. I, again, I will give you visual cues like, you know, you're on, you're hot, you're live, go, all right? Okay, cool. Well, I'm not going to let this throw us off, all right? Even though it's kind of thrown me off a few times already today. But. Cool. Well, All-Star Weekend always makes me feel a little nostalgic, so let's talk some NBA All-Star Weekend, man. We can talk some teams, talk some favorite moments. All that stuff. We'll figure it out. Are we doing uh, um, who do you love today? Um, unless you want to bet on some like NHL, maybe we bet on the NBA All Star Game. Do we place uh, some prop bets on who's our MVP? No, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> no, we'll do that. I guess we'll figure it out when we come back from break. This is the last football Sunday, but I guess we can call it Sports Sunday. It's definitely Sunday though, <laughs> with your guys Joe and Rashad right here on 1080 The Fan and the Odyssey app. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 